What's up, everybody? Welcome to Trash Talk. I'm Logan Corkins, joined by my partner in crime. He's soft, cuddly, and lemon-scented Austin Campbell. What's up, everybody? This is, ladies and gentlemen, the last week before we begin our NFL preview. So... Of course, we got a lot of NFL news, and we're going to talk about that today. Trash Talk is the sports voice of Boss Rush Entertainment. Be more, be better. Check out our full slate of shows by going to BossRushNetwork.com. Click on the Entertainment tab, and you can check out all of our amazing content, plus all the weekly articles we do, including MLB Power Rankings, which goes live tomorrow. Um, New number one? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to say that there's a new number one, because I think that's how I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. (laughs) yeah, go ahead and guess. you know the I haven't Rays, watched any. You know I haven't the watched Rays any baseball. Were, <laughs> the Rays were number one last week. I think. Mm. Yeah, I think I can. If, hold on, give me one second. I can, I can actually make this decision right now. We got about, yeah, go uh, we got go about two or three more weeks before I start watching baseball uh, because the finals will be over. Yeah. Um, Rick Carlisle today, baby. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess we can mention that real quick. Rick Carlisle, new Pacers coach, turn up. Bucks fans are so bad on Reddit right now. It's fantastic. Um, I mean, they're still in the playoffs, so maybe not mm. too bad. I mean, I can understand, though. I feel like if he really wanted to go to the Bucks, he would have waited. So I feel like he's going to pick the Pacers either way. That's just me, though. So the Rays were my number one team last week. Who do we think it is this week? I've made my decision. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. The Padres. No. Padres are number one. Padres are not number one. Padres gonna be in the top ten. Yeah, top ten, but they won't be number one. Um, I'll I'll narrow it down to you. It's they are from a Western division. They are on a ten game win streak as of Thursday. Oh, is it the A's? Aren't the A's on a streak? Nah, I mean A's uh, are kind of on a streak, but kind of. So that be the. Uh... It's not the Astros, is it? It is the Astros. Astros are going to be the number one team on the power rankings. Astros are 30th for the rest of my life. They've won. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They've won 10 in a row. They're 10 and 0 in their last 10 games. They also made their run differential the best in baseball now. So they have a positive run differential of 135. The second place team, which would be the Giants, that's 101. So, like... The Astros just cannot be stopped as far as at the plate. And then, hey, I mean, hitting-wise, they've been really good, too. Um, Arizona is, of course, going to be my dead last team because they still suck so much. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Do the Cubs make top ten? Hold up. Maybe. 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 They're on the brink. Great. I can tell you top five. So top five is Houston. Number two going to be the Giants. Number three going to be the A's. Number four, Boston. Number five, White Sox. Dodgers let me, let me is, ask you this. Yeah. This isn't a uh, this isn't a topic that we discussed, but now I I, I want to ask you about it. Yeah. What do you think about the Max Scherzer checking for uh, <laughs> sticky stuff? I see, uh, and I, I man, I I was gonna wait till Dan comes back on next to talk about the sticky stuff situation because mm-hmm. this whole thing is hilarious to me. But it's more or less hilarious to me because baseball and specifically Rob Manfred has said nothing. Like mm-hmm. there isn't a clear definition as to what the actual rule is right now, and it's hilarious to me how each game we're seeing a completely different way that it's enforced like scherzer was on a hot streak yeah he was pitching really really well they check him and then scherzer had a great point after the game too in a postcard game he's like you know i think it should be off because it throws your rhythm off he's like Mm -hmm. you know i was running four solid innings right there and then i get checked now i'm subconscious that if i keep doing this too well they're gonna keep tracking me right and and that's kind of the issue i'd like like we know 
we we know this stuff exists, right? I mean, like baseball is a game that was kind of built that you have to cheat to win because the season's too damn long to be consistently yeah. good, right? Like 160. Honestly, games, they're just bored at this point. They're like, yeah. Yeah, let's find a way to cheat. <laughs> yeah, let's let's find a way. <sighs> <laughs> MLB just did the whole really what they should have waited for is they should have waited for the new CBA to go into effect Like so they have to renegotiate the CBA with the Players Association at the end of the season they should have waited until then to bring it up the fact that they're bringing it up now gives the PA all the leverage they need like the PA already had leverage because um, the MLB is going to end up settling this labor dispute that they had uh, from last season where players didn't get paid as much even the revenue was technically up so like, you're just giving the MLBPA every tool to run through the MLB when it comes to the next CBA, which means player salary minimums are going to go up. It means uh, probably less doping as far as steroids are concerned, uh, less doping tests, because um, that's something the PA has been kind of fighting for the last like year or two. And then more seven inning doubleheader games um, as a permanent thing. And longer, and I think the I think the other thing would be longer home stands. So instead of being like uh, you're going to be six games on at home, then like four games on the road, they want to just change it to every you're going to be on the road for ten days, then you're going to be at home for ten days, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Which I guess, but um, but we know pitchers cheat. Um, and but like to the credit to um, Garrett Cole mentioned a few weeks ago. He's like, they're like how they mud baseballs is completely wrong. And I actually really agree with him on this because when I worked in the minor leagues, I had to mud baseballs on a pretty frequent basis. Mm-hmm. It doesn't give you any extra grip. Um, I always thought it hurt the baseball myself. Like, I, I feel a ball that, that, and like, you have to take a class on how to mud a baseball properly. It's a two finger method, you rub it in the palm of your hand. Then you you toss the baseball with it. Make sure that all the sides get it coated. Give it a nice little once over. Once it looks like it's got a decent amount of dirt on it, that you throw it. Now, granted, every MLB baseball has been dipped in the in the um, I believe it's in the Hudson River, and then when it's pulled out, then yeah, you add the mud um, when 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 you get a case of balls at the stadium. But I I just I, I I've never I've never thought that rosin and and that kind of stuff was necessarily a bad thing like rosin bags like yeah they help you grip a little bit but it's not it's not that much i don't think it's a huge issue i really don't i i think this is a whole thing blown out of proportion yeah pitchers have gotten better this year i think that there's a couple of different things you could do you could speed up the game by forcing them to not take so long in between pitches i like what they did with like the mound visit limitations now where you only get six uh, six mound visits yeah. but i gotta do something to make this make this league go faster because it's ridiculous it's gonna help hitters though too i mean we're seeing some terrible hitting across the league this year like the yankees had their first uh eight plus run game today first day in like i think the last 15 games and the yankees were regularly and a seven plus run scoring team right they scored scored more than the jets have ever scored it's crazy (laughs) it's crazy yeah it's true. I mean, they probably average more points than, than the Jets. <laughs> Somebody run that number. I want to know. I want to know. That, that, that straight up might be a fact. <laughs> Good be. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Trash Talk. Uh, so let's start with the big topic. And one, the first one we're going to start is we're going to go into Las Vegas, where uh, the Raiders defensive end Carl Nassib on Monday became the first active NFL player to come out as gay. Nassib, 28, made the announcement in an Instagram post. Of course, we're reading from ESPN and Paul Gutierrez. What's up, people? Nassib posted, I'm at my house here in Westchester, Pennsylvania. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. I really have the best life. I've got the best family, friends, and job a guy could ask for. I'm a pretty private person, so I hope you guys know that I'm not really doing this for attention. I just think the representation and visibility are so important. I actually hope that like one day videos like this and the whole coming out process are just not necessary. But until then, I'm going to do my best and do my part to cultivate a culture that's accepting, it's compassionate. And I'm going to start by donating $100,000 to the Trevor Project. Trevor Project provides crisis and intervention, uh, suicide prevention services to the LGBTQ uh, community. This is awesome. Yeah. Heck yeah. I mean, we, we, we we talk about bravery. Yes, absolutely. Carl's incredibly brave. Especially in such a masculine and um, 
what's the best way to describe this? Um, locker room type, you know, sport where, you know, baseball is very much a, you have to prove how tough you are kind of business. This is a huge thing. Awesome. what do you think about this? Yeah, I think it's cool. And I'm, I'm glad that he got to do it on kind of his own merit. Cause um, he, 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 he's the first uh, gay player to actually like, <laughs> it's going to sound bad, but make a difference on the field. <laughs> um, you know, he's the first one to actually, do a few starts uh you know we saw michael sam i believe that was 2015 maybe 14, 15 16 14. 14 so you know and michael sam i mean it, it really messed with him and i i like for for nasa that he was able to kind of do his own thing come out on his own terms um whereas i think with michael sam it was like the nfl was like oh we got a story here and then you know we're just gonna talk about it and i remember he got picked in like the fifth round so they were like constantly showing the camera on him from like all five rounds of like man give this guy a break like he's just a dude you know and and so i think this is this is kind of cool that you know nasa's able to come out on his own terms um i uh i do like uh what greg rosenthal said um uh, him and anthony jeselnik was talking about on their podcast and he said that he he kind of has no pressure now because he had a down year last year, right. and so no one can no one can say like oh you know he came out and now he's he's got another he he's he's a worse football player now or whatever you know the pressure's getting to him he can only go up from what he did last year so mm-hmm. that that means that's a good thing and then if not it, it happens and and so now and. Uh, you know, he donated to a project. It, it seemed like it was all on his own terms. He didn't have the NFL yeah. pushing for him. He's just whatever you want to do. And and clearly uh, the league was ready for it because he's now the number one jersey seller. So, yeah. you know, it, it it shows that maybe the league is, you know, a little more accepting than than people think. Because I think a lot of people were kind of wondering if the when the NFL was going to have this moment. Right. Um, you know, the NBA had its moment and right. still the only player uh, that has come out publicly. Um, so now the NFL has done it. And so and it's a big thing. So it's a huge take, too. And I mean, you know, it's it's great that we're, I love I love the point he makes where he says, you know, I wish things like this would just become not necessary. It's like, yeah, I mean, I hope we get to the point where. This 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 isn't news, and that's not to take away from the fact that, like, you know, the LGBTQ community is feeling seen right now. What I'm saying is, like, it should just be, hey, you're gay, cool, awesome, hey, still love you as a person, you're still a great human being, and and dude, chase your dreams, follow your heart, whatever you gotta do, man, heck yeah. So, congratulations, Scrum, man, really appreciate uh, the kind of your bravery and and how you did everything today. Our, or sorry, this week, Austin, what's your topic this week, my man? So my topic is about a certain uh, football player. You may or may not have heard of him called Tom Brady. And uh, he is on LeBron James. I think it's HBO. Uh, it's uh, called The Barbershop. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't ever watch it, but I know that basically it was, you know, five guys. They sit around the barbershop, of course, like in real life. And they just kind of talk about, whatever unedited raw emotions and feelings um nikki glazer is on this one with tom brady nikki glazer tom brady kid cuddy uh i forget there is a basketball player and i'm blanking on the name and then someone else i don't think i recognized um and they're kind of talking around and tom brady says you know when he was getting looked at last year um there was a team that kind of lost interest in him and he said really you're you're sticking with that mother you know mother like i don't know if we're cursing on this on this season we're not we're we're not not this season okay okay. I i mean we did talk about like sticky substances last week but we didn't make so, well. I mean, this week we didn't make any. It's on the yeah. nose. It's on the nose. But you you fill in the blank, and uh, there's a lot of speculation on who they're talking about. There's one in particular that's a really popular answer. But I wanted to see what you thought. Maybe you have a different idea of who that might be. But it's hilarious uh, that we just talked about the Raiders. 
and I'm pretty sure that's who this was about, right? I mean, there was the rumor that it, I think I so I, I was coming down to it's either the Raiders or the Broncos. Uh, the the Broncos wanted to move off Drew Locke. We we didn't think they were even want to go into the last season with Drew Locke as a QB. Mm-hmm. Did the Aaron Rodgers rumors going around this year? Like whenever there's quarterbacks that are hot and need a home, like it seems like Denver's coming up more and more. So Denver seems like a possibility. And and really, I mean, Drew Locke's just yeah, that locker room just doesn't seem right with him. Mm-hmm. But then neither does it with Derek Carr. And I know Derek Carr is devoutly loyal to Las Vegas, loves the Raiders organization. But I can see them moving on from him if they thought Brady would have been a better fit, which I think Brady would be a better fit than just about any quarterback in the league. Maybe one or two exceptions. But I, I, th- I think it was one of those two. On the NFC side, I mean, the Bears... Trubisky, we were we, but again, the Bears were coming up up until we drafted Justin Fields. The Bears were coming up in every quarterback conversation. And I don't know; it's just because it's a it's a large market, and you know, there's too mm-hmm. many Bears fans to count. And every time a quarterback comes up, oh, we gotta have it, we gotta have it, we gotta have it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one would have been like, I mean, Minnesota. That all the other pieces yeah, were there in Minnesota. Right. The, the, all the pieces are there in Minnesota. I really don't. I, I, I think with the exception of a coach, the pieces are there in Minnesota to make that team great. I just hate Mike uh, Zimmer as a coach. I don't know. That defense is pretty terrible, but it might be Mike Zimmer's fault. I mean, and then, and then that's where I think it is. I mean, he him being a defensive coach and this team's defense being historically one of the worst last season. I I mean, I think mm-hmm. I think I don't understand why they still love him in Minnesota. But so so there were three teams that I've heard a lot from multiple sources, you know, from multiple people I've listened to. This is these are the three teams that Tom Brady was interested in last year. Tampa Bay. Yeah. San Francisco. And Chicago. <laughs> so I had to be Chicago. Then. <laughs> Cause so there's no way he say this shit about. Sorry. Didn't mean to curse. There's no way he's saying that about Jimmy G, a player who he's kind of responsible for Jimmy G's success. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I don't know if I'd say that, but I. So here, here's the thing. So Colin put it this way. He said because there are there are other teams as well, but I think those were kind of his three that he narrowed it down to. Yeah. Um, Raiders was a thing, but I don't I don't think Derek Carr. I I don't know. If, he probably would have said that about Derek Carr because I think Tom Brady would say that about anyone. I think he would say that about Patrick when you're Mahomes. the greatest of like, all time. You I don't can't. care, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know, Kermit the Frog over here. Really, you yeah. know, you're gonna stick with that guy? Yeah, like I, I think Tom Brady would literally say that about Joe Montana if he was still. God know, dang! Like, I, I really do think he would just say it. So, um, he said that. You know, Tennessee was in the discussion, but then they said Tannehill was the one that beat Tom Brady. And so it'd be kind of weird for him to say that. Um, and then, you know, most of the teams kind of have their deal or they were looking at the draft. If you look at the three that he's picking, um, of course, he went to Tampa Bay. But San Francisco, his reason why it wasn't Jimmy G was because they have the same agent. And basically like this agent it's tom brady is his main you know main guy and then jimmy g is the second biggest star so it'd be a little bit throwing under the bus but i think tom brady could still have said that about jimmy g i I mean he didn't name drop as far as i know i would love it if we actually found out who he's talking about like if he name dropped in the show uh i plan on watching the episode to be quite honest because i'm very curious to to see how Tom Brady does in that kind of deal. Cause we're seeing a whole new light of Tom Brady, you know, Tom Brady with the Patriots has been quiet and, you know, all about the team. And now he kind of just does whatever he wants. And I love it. I love that he's, he's this way. And, and so I, I plan on watching it, but yeah, Chicago would make the most sense as far as like that guy. And I just have a hard time believing. I mean, you have strong feelings about Ryan Pace. So I just have a hard time <laughs> anyone looking at Tom Brady 
and Mitch Trubisky and being like, yeah, I'm going to stick with him. I'm going to stick with Trubisky. I think it was more or less Nick Foles at that point. I don't even think it was Trubisky. I think they were. I think they thought that they had something special in Foles. True, it, it, if you remember right, going into last season, too, there was a little bit of excitement of Foles is back with Nagy, a guy who he'd worked with before and had some success with. Like There was legitimately yeah. hype there. But, yeah, I mean... If I'm there's glad. one person dumb enough, to, if yeah. there's one person dumb enough not to go with Tom Brady, it's Ryan Pace. I'm glad Brady didn't go to the Bears, and this is this isn't like an offense or anything. I don't mean it to be an offense, but like I don't think the Bears had the team. No, like, well, absolutely not. Ready. No, like, no, 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 no. Like Allen Robinson's a good piece, and we found out Mooney is a cool piece, but yeah. Uh, well, Tariq too, with, too with, with, I don't know if that line is down quite... when he did. We don't have an offensive line. I, I mean, like with, with the rumors going around that we're been, we're going to hold off on field starting this year. I'm fine with that if that means that we're getting an offensive line and waiting for that offensive line before we throw him to the wolves. Like, sure, go ahead. I, I, I mean, I'd rather Andy Dalton get uh, beat up this year. End his career and then Fields takes next year. Jeez, jeez, that's where I'm at, man. Andy Dalton's <laughs> not that bad of a guy. <laughs> I don't wish for anyone just to get pummeled and have to retire. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not I don't want man. Andy. I'm a I, don't, I don't need you talking Andy Dalton getting him Alex Smith. Okay, I don't. I don't want that. I don't want to see Andy Dalton go through that. I mean, I'm not saying that. I mean, I didn't mean to take that far. I just, you know. I, I you said you want him to I, get want the, to where he'd have to retire, not even be out for the year where Justin Fields could come in, but straight up retire. Okay, so like I'm looking in my room here at the pod where where, where I record shows, and I've got my Justin Fields jersey over here to the left. Like, how often do I get excited about a Bears quarterback? Like, you've known me two and a half years. Have I ever gotten excited about a Bears quarterback? That doesn't mean anything though. I didn't know you during the Jay Cutler days. I'm sure you <laughs> you were the first one in line to buy the new Jay Cutler. I, I did not know. Uh, I was hyped when he was on the league, man. That was it. <laughs> when it. when him and uh, Car- Car- when him and his wife were on the league, I was like, "Oh, dude, heck yeah, man!" And he doesn't even have that want- anymore. Doesn't even have that. Now he's trying to get you know ten million dollars. Side note: This has been such a great year for divorces and suing people in base or in sports. Like Ben Zobrist suing his wife who cheated on him with a pastor who was doing their marriage counseling Jeez. and stole money from a charity. And then you got Cutler over there, like, "Hey, so the only reason my wife got any success is because of me. So I want six million dollars of her business." Like, dude, the ball's on you, man. The ball's on you. <laughs> I mean, is he wrong though? Like, no, did not she? At all. I he, mean, he was the he was the best part of their uh, series on E. Like, like she reality. she wasn't like an actor or anything, right? She, she was, was just, just... Model, I think okay. she was just hot, right? I mean, not saying that you can't do it, but it wasn't like Olivia Munn. Like Olivia Munn was already built before she was with Aaron Rodgers. Like, whatever famous, you know, whatever money Olivia Munn had, like, she got it on her own merit before yeah. even being with Aaron Rodgers. Dude, she made a name for it. I, mean, she, I still yeah. think her best work is on the newsroom. That She did so phenomenal on that show. Um, and I mean, hey, I mean, she was on uh, she was on G4, so. And she's back on G4 Potato, potato. So. <laughs> well, and, dude, Aaron Rodgers also, went through, like. Also, she was Psylocke, but. That, that was a terrible thing. We don't talk about that. Um, I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers went from Danica Patrick to Olivia Munn to Shailene Woodley. See, I don't even know anything about Shailene Woody, Woodley. Like, I don't I know, even know she her. was in that one movie about the book. And <laughs> nope. <laughs> is it Fault in Our Stars? Is that, oh, no. is that the one where, like, the girl has cancer and she's like... Like she's in a glass window or something. Like she's got a in a glass room. I I don't know. I've seen trailers. I read the I book at one point, but I mean, books I books know. just go in one ear out the other. For me. I definitely remember that book because it came out when I worked at Target, and you know I worked in every books and movies white girl and ever. So I saw. 
Yeah, like it was on the front. And, 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 and ladies and gentlemen, I say that knowing full well that I was there for the midnight release or the 8 p.m. release, whatever you, it was. Were you really there for the midnight release of Fault in Our well, Stars? I don't it, know. If, like, I don't know if you're kidding or not. That's how. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I know I went to the premiere night showing. So it would have been like the 10 p.m. showing at a theater. Yeah. Yeah. It's close enough to midnight. Um, I, I debated doing oh, that I for thought Fast you, meant you were there for the book. Oh, I'm sure I, I was. I know. I know. I remember standing in line at a Target for the book, at a like I premiere have, thing. I but I don't think it was a midnight I, release. I, I don't like think Target books. Like I really like to read, but I have never stood in line for a day one book release in my the, life. The only like, book ever. I ever did that for was a Z on Sorry's, but that was because he was signing copies the day I went. Oh, was he there? Was he, he was there. there. Yeah, he was okay, actually. That's there different. Copies. That's different. But this is an amazing day. Yeah. Yeah. I I wanted to go to the uh, Colin Cowherd signing he was doing for his book. And my my mom went for me and got it for me for Christmas. It was really cool. Dude, Rich Eisen would be another one. I I would stand in a very long line. I would stay in a long line to meet Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen's a cool bro. Yeah. Rich Eisen's a real one. Him and Colin do not like each other. What is it really does Collins pay- just not being liked in media? Can we can we talk about uh, that? Colin, Colin is liked by well, he is. He is half by a lot of people. But again, half it sounds very similar to another Colin. Yeah, well, okay, it's a little that's a little different. But Colin, I I mean, I've watched Colin Cowherd since I was like in fifth fourth or fifth grade like i've 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 listened to colin cowherd like people have listened to like howard stern like i just i i just like listening to him he's got interesting takes i don't agree with all of them i agree i disagree with a lot of them but i i he admits when he's wrong and i appreciate that um he he has some beefs with people rich eisen's the only one that i feel i like hate that it is because he's still friends with like Bill Simmons and Ryan Rosillo, and those those are the people I actually like. You know, I don't, <laughs> you know, I, and uh, so I, I I don't care who who else really beats with him. To be quite honest, Colin Moriarty is just wrongly, you know, wrongly <laughs> judged in many ways. I mean, he kind of asked for it too a little bit, but he can't. Yeah, he did get dogged at first. Oh, yeah, and he got fired for a tweet when really there was a lot of other stuff that happened. And I will never respect a certain member from that channel because of it. But it's it's such a life. Such a life, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just the cool stuff that's come after that. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, let's let's, let's talk sports. Hey, let's go over to the Washington Post, and uh, we're going to read there about the NCAA. The Supreme Court ruled unanimously unanimously Monday against the NCAA's uh, limits on education-related perks for college athletes, a serious blow to the organization's power to dictate the rules for compensating those who participate in college sports. In a 9-0 vote, the court rejected the National Collegiate Athletic Association's argument that its rules limiting such educational benefits were necessary to preserve the image of amateurism in college sports. The bottom line, this is coming from uh, Justice Brett Kavanaugh, the bottom line, he wrote, is that the NCAA and its member colleges are suppressing the pay of student-athletes who collectively generate billions of dollars in revenues for colleges every year. The NCAA's business model would be flatly illegal in almost any other industry in America. Austin, we know that the NCAA is just full of terrible human beings and it is a garbage can on fire yeah but like this ruling kind of solidifies it right yeah i mean listen i know people don't like brett kavanaugh but he put it spot on he was 100 (laughs) on the mark ncaa's business model would be flatly illegal in almost any other industry in america and it's true the ncaa has been filthy with this money it's ridiculous um and the nc i mean the ncaa has just been terrible for a long time like really like 
people love college football and people love it more than than like NFL. And I get it. Like the product is there. It's just the organization sucks so bad and it doesn't these these kids, man, they deserve the money. Like honestly, no, I, I would hate all the band people in high school to be like Oh, why does everybody care about the football team? Like, look, you you get to play your stupid trumpet because of the football team. <laughs> like, literally, Preach that's it. the only reason why you, you have money. So, I, I w- you cannot say a single thing about people being excited for football because it's a great product and it makes a lot of money and it funds a lot of things. Now, the NCAA, the problem is, is they haven't been putting that funding into anything cool and anything reasonable. They've been pocketing it, and it sucks. And yeah, I, I, I really like that the Supreme Court is starting to break down on this. And even though they say you know nothing's changed yet, they are giving them a warning, like, hey, you need to you need to fix your fix your stuff. And that that to me is is really cool. Because honestly, I mean, yes, they're getting a, a an education, but that's like me telling you, Logan, like, hey, here's a job. And you're going to learn how to do this job. And when you go to do a different job, then you might get paid for it. But you still got to do this job and you still got to work it and you're not going to get anything for it. It's just to teach you. Well, no, you don't go, you don't work at McDonald's, learn how to flip burgers and not get paid. You get paid while you're learning, you know, especially when you're making a product that makes them money. And so. Well, and to think about this, you got to think about division one football makes more than the NFL does. As a whole, Division One NCAA football is just a cash mine. Think about like programs like Ohio State pull in almost one billion dollars worth of revenue consistently. Yeah. These schools have so much money. Let's 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 do this. Okay, let's pretend for a second we're like Sam Ellinger at Texas last year, right? So Sam mm-hmm. Ellinger was a what junior last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, junior last year. Okay, so. A year worth of tuition at the University of Texas is roughly about forty-five dollars to $50,000 per year. So if he goes three years, he gets a full ride, which he did all three years. Cool, that's $150,000 that he essentially got paid within a scholarship. Texas football generates, oh, I don't know, roughly, I, I'm looking at one statistic that says $800 million a year to six fifty. So somewhere in that range. So if you think, and, and keep in mind too, the NCAA limits the amount of full ride scholarships you can give. You only get like 30 of those. The rest of the players are still paying for college. Like, I think that, I think, I would think one, the full ride is a joke. That it, I think if you are a professional athlete or if you're a athlete on a college scholarship, you should be on a full ride scholarship. There shouldn't be any half or partial scholarships. I was on a partial one for cheer, but it still paid for a lot. So like, I'm grateful for that. But then we also did get allowances if we helped coach other aspects, if we led uh, camps and all that other stuff. So, like, yes, there is opportunity for athletes to make money. But, two, if you want to do this job and you want to do it correctly, as most athletes in college football want to, you can't be working at a Lowe's or a Home Depot or a Walmart 10 hours a week. Just so you can pay for a little, you know, for toothpaste, ramen, some snacks around the dorm room, like – that stuff doesn't exist. So mm-hmm. you have to be focused on the game so much you don't have a life outside of that. I think players should get paid. I think players, I think the NCAA should open up where like player likeness can be used in NCAA football. Like mm-hmm. you would make so much money off that for as like if you if the NCAA wants to take a cut, yeah, I'm fine with that. If the players are getting a majority of it. Like if you want to split it like 70-30. Where the NCAA gets thirty percent of a player likeness fee, player gets seventy. I mean, it's still a huge, awesome thing. And depending on the player, I mean, you can come away with some pretty serious cash. I mean, think about how deep Tebow had to have made a ton of money off his cover. Hmm. I just and, and you know Tebow's the one guy that's like coming out and being like, oh, college football players shouldn't get paid. Well, yeah, because you you got paid doing other stuff, but. but I'm looking at the, you know, I'm looking at this. LSU's number seven jersey was the top-selling NCAA jersey this uh, football season, according to Brian Swallow Fanatics, which runs the college online source responsible for selling the the amount of college collegiate apparel online in the world. Uh, This is back when Tyron Tyron Matthew was a honey badger. This was a few years ago. And 
and he doesn't get a dime from it. A dime. Like, he doesn't get anything from those sales. And, you know, and this article goes on to say, like, a lot of people buy the number one jersey um, just for, like, tradition and stuff. But mm-hmm. most people go in there and buy the number of the top player of the team, like, most of the time, 99% of the time. And so the fact that those guys aren't making any money, the fact that you can't even get a name on it, like, you, you get nothing to your name. It's It's really... It's time to just pay. It's time to pay right. these guys. And I, I miss NCAA basketball. If they would do this, they could keep kids from going to the G League and actually have an actual product again. Right? Because it's such a problem. It's, it's like no issue. one cares about NCAA basketball until March Madness because the tournament yeah. is such like tournaments are just fun. Period. Like everyone likes yeah. the World Cup. No one watches well, soccer, it, it, but everyone will watch the World Cup. So. And too, though, it's it's also why like schools like you know Duke, North Carolina, Kansas have always been powerhouses, is because players go there to get that extra experience before they go to the mm-hmm. NBA. Like those those schools produce the most NBA talent. Johnny Calipari at K- Kentucky has been an NBA machine, and I mean Kentucky was decent last year. They weren't great. Could have been better. Mm-hmm. But because he produces so many NBA stars, I, I misspoke there where I said it was eight hundred million. That it was in a ten-year window. That was within okay. a decade. Roughly fifty-six point six million comes per year out of football. Still, that's huge. And when you break that down per game, I mean, look, if you host eight games a year, I mean, you're still pocketing seven, eight million dollars every time your team steps foot in the stadium. That's huge. And. Two, you know, we're, we're coming up. I think ESPN has to redo their TV deal here within like two years for the SEC network and the Big 12 network. And then as college playoffs expand, like we know the expansion has to be on the horizon. I'd, I, I thought it was going to be this year. It looks like it's probably going to be next year where we expand to eight teams. Like the bigger that the college playoffs get, that's going to be even more money generated by TV deals, by sponsorships, by – I mean, these the schools make too much money as it is. To not give players more and more money. Agreed. 100%. It needs to happen. NCAA, get your stuff together. Ladies and before we wrap the show up with random ranking and winners and losers, we want to take a quick time out and tell you about some of the cool stuff here coming this weekend to BossRushNetwork.com. On the entertainment side, like we said, tomorrow we get a brand new MLB Power Ranking. It's going to be awesome. If you missed... Today, actually, no, if, not if you missed. You could check out our Loki review today. It's a brand new review. Man, what a great episode. We we got to know the variant, uh, Sylvia, a little bit. Can't wait to talk about that. Plus, on Sunday, High School Musical, the musical, the series, we have a new episode, and it's called Field Trip. We're going to have some fun. I heard it's a really good episode, and I can't wait to check it out. That's coming up on Sunday. And then... Our very first video review is coming on Sunday as well. Fast and Furious 9 will be uploaded to our YouTube channel. If you are not following Bosch Rush Entertainment, you need to be. Just search BRE or Bosch Rush Entertainment. Should come up, by the way. And check out our video review for Fast and Furious 9 on Sunday. Can't wait, man. A lot of good stuff happening on BRE. Um, and in two weeks, uh, we got Rope Talk Rewind coming up. Uh, Money in the Bank 2011. Good year for that one. And the following week, of course, it is Money in the Bank. We know one matchup that we're going to get, and that's Bobby Lashley taking on Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship. Plus, six men and six women will go up the ladder trying to get the briefcase to get their title opportunity of their choosing. Money in the Bank, Road Talk, all coming there. Uh, Man, so much good content. Monday, we got a brand new episode of Q-List. It's season five of How I Met Your Mother. Man, what a season. We got four more episodes after this week, and then we will wrap up How I Met Your Mother, and then we will talk about the next season. So, heck yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Oh, Land Party's back next week, too. But, yeah. Hey. A lot of good, a lot of cool stuff happening here on Boss Rush Entertainment. And, you know, be sure to check out the game side, too. There's nerds over on Pow Block on Mondays. The cool team of Laurent and Austin on Tuesdays with crossroads wednesdays hunters for hire thursdays tower casuals uh is arsenal x back 
I think it's on Sundays or Saturdays, but the I don't they don't go live, so just make sure yeah. to go subscribe to them on the yeah. podcast. And check out the Boss Rush podcast on Sundays. Um, yeah, like the stuff. What, what are you most tired for on the schedule, Austin? Oh, dude, the uh, the Mighty Ducks, man. <laughs> we, we're Ducks working on it. We're working on yeah. it. We're trying to figure out dates, but yeah, that, that yeah. could happen. Well, one day. Uh, me and Corey will do a Mighty Ducks interview, and it'll be uh, something. We I may really not even think, talk about Mighty Ducks. I really think what this is is an attempt to stall out the high school musical content. So, yeah, I mean, we'll work on it. I think we're gonna do. I think we're gonna split each movie into a three or four part series. Uh, then we'll break down each episode <laughs> in another three four part series. So, it should take about a year. So. I'm not, you my, I'm not giving you. I'm not giving you my baby for a then. year. I'm Maybe High School Musical will be extinct by then. Hopefully, High School Musical will forever live in our hearts. I hate that Boss Rush Entertainment is posting High School Musical videos, but I can't be mad because I don't ever post anything on our channel. So. I was like, "You have the password? No, you don't. Your wife has the password. Um, I actually don't <laughs> have. I don't have the password to the." entertainment channel no but your wife that. does your wife does yeah i don't talk to my wife <laughs> <laughs> hey over at buster's entertainment we are also all about supporting our friends and that's right our boys the big beautiful people of our was and beyond have some new shirts austin keeps his on during sex so check it out yes. Go over to was and beyond check out their new merch these guys are just awesome I try to take it off, and she says no. She says, keep it on. I'm like, okay. That's more or less because she doesn't want to be mortified by what's underneath. Yeah. (laughs) All right, let's do a random ranking. Uh, Each week, people, we've been picking a random topic to rank. Austin, what do we got this week for random ranking? So the NFL has finally changed the stupid rule, which they had. I think they only had the rule on for like two years, uh, starting in 2022. We uh, will get to see alternate helmets again. The stupid rule that every team had to keep with the same helmet every every game. Gone. Vamanos. Bye. Thank God. Because I hate the new Titans helmet. <laughs> and so now maybe we can get the white helmet and that beautiful Houston Oilers colors. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm hoping. Because I, I seriously, right. like, when we announced our new helmet, uh... A year or two years ago, I was like, I hate it. I hate it so much. It's just lame. It's more lame. Anyway, that's that's fair. That's That's fair. fair. Uh, What's 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 your number five, man? My uh, are we going to do all of them together? Are we going to? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do them all together. Do them all. Okay. So my number five is the uh, New York Giants with the big Giants printed out all the letters mm. i love oh, that old love logo uh you know the phil sims kind of days I, I i definitely love that old helmet and it might have partially to do with the little giants movie uh i might have everything to do with the little giants movie but i always like that helmet i really don't care for their ny one i think it's stupid looking considering it's uh lowercase letters it's just dumb it's just really dumb helmet I, I hope to see them go back to the old one with the big bold letters saying Giants on the side. So that, that is my number five. Uh, number four. Now, had the Chargers had the navy blue helmet that they used to have, their white helmet, the helmet they have now, would have been my number one because I think that's possibly the best helmet in all the NFL. I think the Chargers have some of the coolest uniforms. But... I do like their old one, you know, with Damian Tomlinson days, that dark blue with a really skinny lightning bolt. Mm. I really like that one. Number three is the old Jets one with the green helmet and the actual kind of jet thing going on where it didn't just say New York Jets on the side. I think it's – I don't know what it is with New York. They don't like they, – they got rid of the uniqueness in their helmets, and I, I, I don't – I still like the Jets helmet a little bit. Um, but if it would have been the old ones, they would have been higher on my list than what they are now. Um, I, I always had a theory cause I don't know when they changed their helmet. I always wondered if that had something to do with, this is going to get brutal, but like, did it have to do with nine 11? Did they just want the plane off? 
I wonder if that had something to do with it. But the name is still Jets, so I don't know how that. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if that. I don't know. I figured you would change the whole name if that was really what it, the reasoning for it. Um, number two, the Seahawks, the silver. Mm-hmm. Some people think it's ugly. There's like half people either think it's really ugly or it's awesome, and I'm in the awesome camp. I love that helmet. I really like their current helmets too, but just the the longer bird, um, you know, with the uh, with a Jim Kelly or not Jim Kelly. Uh, oh, what is that guy's name? Anyway, um, really, really like that helmet. I like the blue and the green, the more like royal blue color that they have. And then my number one is. The Oilers, the old Titans. Oh, love dude, them. yeah. The light yeah. blue and red. I love the Oilers. Um, that's really what I started. I was a fan of the Oilers, you know, before they became the Titans. And I just, I love that logo. That's what I grew up Good looking one. to. That's who I always picked in Madden on the PS1 as a kid. Like, that was just the go-to. Right. So. Dude, I'm all in, man. I like it. Um, at number five, I gotta give it up for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They used to have this old school helmet with like this <sighs> the cream sickle. The cream sickle. The cream sickle, <laughs> man. <laughs> I do want to see Tom Brady in it one time. Like Dude, I've seen him wear a so hat, good, and I'm like, ah, oh, I want to see him in the cream sickle one time. One time. Uh, the next one I got to go with the Redskins. Uh, back in they they were from '65 to '69. It was like the Spartan helmet. Um, it looks really similar to how Florida State's looks like You're talking about right the now. Arrow? Yeah, the Arrow. Yeah, yeah dude, it looks so it looks so cool. It looks so badass. Yeah, I, I really wish they would have. Cha- I mean, I know they changed their name, but I was really hoping they would go back to that old logo and find a name that would fit it because I really do like that. That was almost on my list. Number three, I am going to go with the Oilers as well. I mean, it looks so cool. So clean, so crisp. Just a good-looking helmet. It's just different. It's like an oiling. <laughs> and I'm from Oklahoma, so maybe that's why. But just like an oiling rig as your logo, it's just it's just different. I really well, like it. You think about it, too. Like the XFL's Houston Roughnecks. That's what it reminds me of, too. Like, yeah. They have an oil rig on there. Number two for me is going to be the Bills. Back when they had the white helmet with the with the blue buffalo. Oh on yeah. It. Oh dude, that's a good look. Yeah. But number one, I gotta go with the Eagles, man. Eagles from seventy four to ninety five. Just they, the plain they, they, white the, wing. The, you know, no, it was the black the, accent. Yeah. The, the the plain white wing with the green helmet, man. Yeah. It's a good looking yeah. helmet. It's much green. better than the blue and yellow one. Have you seen that one? Oh, it's nasty. It's terrible. So terrible. Now I mean also, like I'll, I'll get, we do if we did the worst, the Steelers have got some bad ones. It's Steelers bad. have got some bad ones. Um, the Bears have never really had good ones. Yeah. To be honest. Packers like had a pretty Falcons bad one, too. old one, the red helmet with the black falcon on it. I always like those. Um, the yeah. Patriots have a terrible one. You know, the squatting Patriots. It's oh, terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Fair enough. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Random Ranking. Let's wrap the show up. It's time for winners and losers. Each week, we pick people who rock and people go who suck. Uh, winners go first because that's how the world works. Austin, I'm going to just guess that you don't have one yet. I have a winner this week. Woohoo! Boys and girls. First time for at everything. At Spotify. <laughs> because this is a breaking news. Paramore's. Uh, song Decode from the Twilight movie is oh, on Spotify again. Oh my god, hold on. I, I, I hate I hate Twilight, but damn it, if that's not a great song. That's one of oh, my favorite Paramore songs. Damn it might be my favorite Paramore song. It's oh, so good. So, uh, they have a live version on Spotify right now, too. Oh, they've always had the live version, but this I is do. the this is the studio version. That they they just put on there. Where is it? Okay, I will find it. My winner this week, Kyle Schwarber. You gotta, you gotta go to like where the albums are and scroll yeah. all the way to the bottom because it says 2008 is when it came out. It like it's just unlocked or something. It's not like under new. Okay. See the sacrifice. I'm not seeing that. Yep. But 
Okay, we'll we'll figure that out. Uh, yeah. So Kyle Schwarber, dude, goes into the weekend with like what is it? Five home runs in the last ten games. Comes out with another three this weekend in two games. The dude's insane. Mm. The Nationals are a fun team to watch right now too. As like bad as the NL East is, the Nationals are giving me like hope that like somebody other than the Mets is going to win this division. I don't think I don't think they actually are, but. I mean, it it gives me hope. It gives me hope. Who's your loser this week, Austin? My loser this week is Demarcus Cousins, dude. Do you not? <laughs> I, the the the. I don't know if you saw the game-winning basket of the Suns Clippers game, but Jay Crowder inbounds to DeAndre Ayton uh, for the easy alley oop. Um, not only people. All the Clippers were like, it's goaltending, except for one guy. I think it was Zubak that was on him. Uh, everyone else was like, oh, it's goaltending. It's an inbound pass. It's not a shot. If you would have made it, that would have been <laughs> it would have been over. He can't make that shot and it, out of bounds. And DeMarcus Cousins is totally guarding the whole thing wrong. It, it was a mess. The Clippers definitely broke down uh, that last one. I don't know if they're going to bounce back. Uh, they've... They've come back from 0-2 in every series so far, but I don't know if the Suns are going to be that easy to do. So, good luck, Kawhi. Hopefully we get Chris Paul back. Good luck, Indy. My loser this week, just the MLB with this whole sticky situation. I mean, Rob Manfred, come out and say something, man. Like the longer are they, you are say they looking stuff, for sticky stuff now? Like you know, they are. They're legitimately like like, like today. The the, stuff? Like Yankees and Royals game got uh, paused at the fifth because they thought a Yankees player had it. No, I meant like why are, are they looking for certain sticky stuff? Yeah, like, they're looking for um, what every is it? sticky stuff. Like, could you use honey? Could you use you honey will... on your? <laughs> I've I heard guys you were using rosin and sunscreen, which is a very interesting, very interesting combination. Yeah. Um, separately, they're not illegal. Together, they are illegal. So the MLB is just checking everything now. But screw the MLB. Screw the MLB. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been presented today by Raise Energy. You can check out the new flavor, Strawberry Lemonade. It's only available at repsports.com. And if you use the promo code LAMPARTY, you can save 15% off. So get yourself a case. Enjoy the zero-calorie, zero-sugar, amazing energy drink that just it tastes great. It's a basic pre-workout. It's, it's amazing for whatever you're doing for the day. If you if you got a big meeting with your boss and your boss is like, stop falling asleep in my meetings. And you're like, well, speak better. Maybe if you weren't such a boring boss, I'd pay attention. And he's like, you know what? Maybe you should drink more Rays. Your boss has a point. You should listen to him. Go to RepSports.com. Yeah. Use promo code LAMPARTY. Save 15% off your order. For Austin, I'm Logan. Peace out.